0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Vegas put out some numbers regarding Brian Harson. I think they're wrong on this. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll.
2: You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome
1: on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackman, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts, and we will. Be talking about some lines that they put out at length today. We are joined by Charlie Five, Auburn message board legend on a Friday, not a Tuesday. Welcome back to the country, my friend. So yesterday, our friends at Ben Online they put out lines about the first college football coach to be fired in each Power Five conference. So you're scrolling down to the SEC and like, you know... Right, you just know, like it's gonna be Brian Harson with the best odds, just because that's kind of been the nature of everything that's happened this off season. and it's like, but how much is it gonna be by? Wow, and it's by a lot,
0: minus by a lot. thousand. <laughs> okay, so let me give you a quick betting. If if you've never bet before, okay, so what minus th- a thousand means is uh, you bet a. F- thousand dollars to win one hundred dollars in other words it's about like one to 10 odds it's it's the opposite so it's crazy you're you're, you're wagering way more money to win way less money in other words they feel like it's that it's a very high likelihood and here's the crazy thing it you, it's not a uh uh it's not a uh a guarantee that anybody on this list this whole list gets fired so like you're not really betting that one out of these 14 guys something will happen to.
1: Mm-hmm. You're just
0: betting will it happen to them in general. So, like, there's no guarantee that any of these guys will get fired, but it's so much it, – It Vegas wants so much money, uh, so much juice for you to pick Brian Harson because they feel like the odds are, are ex- exponentially higher than the rest that it could happen and it'll happen to him first. And that just kind of th- – that number blows my mind.
1: It does, and I wanted to kind of get a reference point of, like, okay, what are the other leaders or other coaches that have the highest odds to be fired first in each of the other Power 5 conferences? And I'm like, all right, Herm Edwards, Arizona State, like, how does he even still have a job type thing? And it's like, he's plus 225, which is 9-4 to odds. Like, that's not even that crazy. The the closest is Scott Frost from the Big Ten. Yeah, minus one twenty, and it's like, are they ever going to fire him? Like, I don't know. Neil Brown at West Virginia is also minus one ten, but man, just looking at it, it's like they they do not they do not think Brian Harson is going to survive the season.
0: It's almost thing. It's almost ten times more likely that that Brian Harson will be fired than Scott Frost
1: <laughs> at, at at Nebraska. When you put manages. it that way, that is amazing to think about, and I just. I don't, think, I don't think he gets fired this year, man. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, the way
0: that I feel like the talent that we have uh, the, and the, the senior leadership that we have, it, it's hard for me to see how we don't win. If we, we win less than you know seven games, I, and I said that six or seven games, probably the, the, the magic number. Of the floor, maybe the floor, uh, and it's hard for me to see that we don't win uh, at least that. And it's going to be to me. It's just how do you how do you fire somebody in year two that you know that's that's what their record. I, I I don't know. It's it's crazy to me. I mean, I think this is just an, a better example of Scott of what we're dealing with. Scott Frost's overall record is 15 and 29. He's 10 and 25 in conference, and he's in year five. Okay. This is his fifth year at Nebraska, and they think that Brian is ten times more likely almost for Brian Harson to get fired faster than uh, than Scott Frost. And
1: there's a lot that's of media wild. members that think Nebraska is primed to take a big step this year. And I'm sure that's factoring into the odds sum. Not that Vegas cares what the media thinks, but I do think people outside of Auburn have no idea what to think about this team. It's all been very, very lazy analysis. I was talking with somebody on Twitter, a listener of the show yesterday, and and I apologize, I don't remember the name, but they were kind of commenting on some of the comments from yesterday's show, which we went over, like, the biggest concerns that Auburn has going into the season outside of quarterback, right? Right. And he was talking about how, like, you know, on SEC Now the night before – the The expert that was up there was talking about how like it's a foregone conclusion that Zach Calzada's is the guy. Which if you talk to anybody at Auburn, like that is not <laughs> what not people case. are saying. Um, I mean, he's consistently been with the third team for like the last week and a half or so. So it's like I, I just don't buy that. I don't. I think we're at that point where we're past that. And the the narrative is whole is all about how like Brian Harson's lost the team. I mean, I did a I did countless amount of interviews at sec media days where they sit me down on, on the radio show and they are like, dude, what is going on at Auburn? I'm like a bunch of dudes left. Um, there was this weird power struggle thing, but like this seems going to be pretty good this year. Uh, and it, it just seems like the narrative outside of Auburn is different than what's happening in Auburn. And and I, I just think this is another byproduct of that. I really, really believe that.
0: Sure. Uh, I, I want to ask you a question. If, if you see, see if you think about this, and I'm so not saying I feel this way, but sure, do you feel like that as we get closer to the season, you we get we get to think we're going to be better. Like like you get you you start to convince yourself. Oh, on it happens every and, year. It happens every yeah, year. So yeah. do you, that could that have a little bit? Is it is are we booging a little bit? And and maybe we're getting you know blinded. I I, I don't know. I I, I don't think. I, I just I just don't think it's a foregone conclusion uh, that he, that, you know, I don't, I don't, I would not bet on that. I wish I could bet. I wish I could take the opposite. Uh, you know, I wish I could take the opposite. If there was a, if there was an either or bet, I wish I could take that bet, uh, and, you know, and bet the opposite. Um, what do you but, mean bet the
1: opposite? What do you mean by that?
0: Like bet that he's not going to get fired. Like I wish that was an option. It just seems like you pick which one you think is going to get fired. I wish there was an either or option and maybe there is, I have to get on, um, uh, bet online and see, sure. uh, but uh because if it's uh if it's that minus five thousand that he could or minus one thousand that he could get fired, it's got to be plus odds the other way uh that he won't get fired. You know what I mean? So right. uh I don't know. I I just wonder though I, I guess I wonder who has the 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 right perspective. You know, we get we get fired up for football, we start kind of talking ourselves into a lot of things. Um, these guys are sort of unbiased. Again, they do have some lazy opinions, like the opinion that Kids can't get better. Right. Uh, they kind of are what they are. Um, so, and, which I think a lot of people that has a lot to do with, you know, the TJ situation. Sure. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, weird, uh, it's a weird, weird place to be eight, eight or nine days, whatever it is before we kick off. And uh, we got odds coming out that essentially says uh, Vegas is saying take it to the bank almost that he's going to be the first coach fired in major in P5 football, which is just, you know,
1: but when a, you when you look at it though, like Vegas is not in the business of being emotional about decisions and setting odds, right? And so it's like they they believe that like that's that's pretty. When I got that email yesterday, I was reading through those odds. I, I, I was pretty blown away by it. It's like man, we're just not do. giving a chance to yeah. to, to, to at all.
0: Exactly, exactly. They want to just they want to just make sure that the money's even, you know, on both sides, yeah. and and not just get. Way lopsided and get killed one way or the other, so they felt like oh, yeah, I get those it. that juice is how they could break even, yeah, and that's just kind of I don't know, it's crazy, it is <laughs> crazy, really crazy. It is
1: crazy. Hey, there is an open practice tomorrow, open to all fans. We'll talk about how you can go, and also if you do go, what you should be looking for because this is what we will be looking for. That's coming up in just a moment. But hey, today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. So if these numbers fire you up, or if you're in the anti-Harson camp and don't think he survives, I, I, I don't think that's a good bet. I really don't think so. Minus one thousand, just leave that alone. But hey, Clark Lee, first coach to get fired, plus five hundred. That's five to one odds. Eli Drinkwitz at Missouri, sixteen to one odds. Mike Leach is also at sixteen to one odds at Mississippi State. I thought that was interesting. Or if you just want to get crazy, Kirby Smart, 501 odds, as well as Nick Saban, if you just want to get crazy. But yeah, there's a lot of fun props like this over at Bet Online right now. Be sure to check it out. Get ready before the college football season starts tomorrow. Crazy stuff. Bet Online, it's where the game starts.
2: NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find locked on college basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.
1: All right, Charlie five Auburn message board legend. Welcome back into the country yet again. I think that's important. I think that's important. Um, last time we spoke, I thought we'd be saying goodbye and then the next time you came on, I'd be like, all right, starting quarterback's been named, but that hasn't that hasn't happened.
0: It's kind of wild, kind of wild. I, I, I kind of I, I did too. There was very little internet service, so I sort of expected when I got back to an airport or whatever, uh, I just get all kind of notifications um, uh, that you know a starter had been named. And I had uh, someone make a really cool point uh, that I hadn't heard before and okay. I hadn't heard anybody uh, talk about. It. I want to get your thoughts on it. So I would say that it's not really arguable that over the practices, over the scrimmages, mm-hmm. TJ has performed the best. And I would say that I think it's even, uh, I think this is probably uh, not really arguable either, is that it hadn't really been that close. Hadn't really been that close. It was like the real battle was between, you know, two and three. Um, so the question is, this close to game time, it's Mercer. It's not a game we're trying to hide something from an opponent. Sure. Uh, that, why would it not be announced? Why would it not be announced? And the theory was the reason it's not being announced is because they won't don't want to discourage either Calzada or Ashford uh, in thinking they don't have a chance to win the job because – they either are, are getting better, but they're not quite there, or they have the best chance to succeed with those two guys should they surpass TJ as it moves forward. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on that. Does that make sense? What, what, what do you take away from that?
1: Sure, I, I think so, and I've seen, I've seen people comment that on YouTube as well. I, I think it's an interesting spin on it. And it usually ends with somebody saying that they want Robbie Ashford to be the starter, which I get. You know, I I totally get that argument. My response to this, Charlie Five, and I think it's a fair point. But my response to this is if it's close, if, you know, TJ Finley gave you a starting quarterback score, you know, it sounds like they're charting the heck out of this, of like a 90, right? If he scored a 90 throughout their fall evaluation process, and Robbie Ashford scored an 87 or an 88, something like that, and it was close. Yep. I think they'd rather start Robbie Ashford because it's easier to explain, and we, we just talked about the odds of, of Brian Harson, you know, potentially being the first to be let go in the SEC. Obviously, Vegas thinks his job is on the line here, and, and I think a lot of Auburn folks kind of believe that too. It's a lot more explainable if your offense throws up like a, a, a dud performance against Penn state, if TJ Finley's not out there. So hmm. I could see where that point of view is coming from. I, I don't understand why they haven't named a starter yet. I said that on Tuesday. I think I said it on Wednesday show as well. And, and I'll continue saying it until they announce a starter going into Mercer, but it's not a bad take. That's not a bad question to ask Charlie five. Uh,
0: and I've, I've heard this too. And um, again, I trust. I, I I feel like you look at those odds. Harson knows how important you know winning games is, and he knows how important that Penn State game is as well. So I do trust that he's pro. He's doing whatever he can, what he thinks is the best, to make sure that they have the best shot against Penn State. But And we're not privy to a lot of information. Like they may already have named the star. I feel like it may have leaked by now, but they may, the team may already know. Who knows? But I've heard this a lot too. Let's play. Let's play all of them, and and maybe even the coaches have said things like this, where they'll all play the first two weeks, and we'll kind of see where things are going into Penn State. And uh, I, I, if that's the case, that makes me really nervous because I feel like you got two perfect tune-up games Mm -hmm. for a starting quarterback to get locked in, uh get a feel for for the for feel for the speed of the game a little bit and it kind of picks up uh you know a little bit exponentially as it hits Penn State. I don't know that I really want to see a lot of quarterbacks uh unless it's blowout situations. Like I definitely don't want to see rotating series or things like that. I I have never seen that work. I've never seen that be a be a positive thing. So uh I, I hope that's not the case.
1: I'm there with you, right? And this is something that I talked about with Mike G earlier in the week where it's like, okay, all of these fans are saying this, where like the quarterback battle is going to go throughout the weeks of Mercer next week and the following week leading into San Jose State. And then the actual starter will be named against Penn State. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. That That may be true. But what does that actually look like? Does it look like, switching guys out. Does it look like TJ plays the first half or whoever is the starter plays the first half. And then if you're up by three or four scores and you make the change there and you keep the other starters in, I don't really think that gives you the information that you really need to make mm-hmm. a, an informed decision if the game's already over. So like, I don't fully know what that looks like, but people are saying it right. And, and look, we're all ready for football to start. Like there's all these fan narratives that have emerged, um, there, there's theories that, that, that have started on this show. Like, we all are desperate for football to start and for the Auburn Tigers to take the field at Jordan-Hare Stadium and, and hopefully just pummel Mercer in, uh, in less than two weeks. But the whole speculation of, like, the quarterback battle ongoing, I'm cool with that. And that may be an internal practice thing. But just using Mercer like there's some high school team that you're just going to destroy and just assume that we're going to be able to just have our way with them no matter what quarterback is in. I don't think that helps the argument of, okay, we'll just go in there and TJ goes for two drives and then Robbie goes for two drives. Because if they're terrible anyway, like what information are you going to get from that at all? So, like, I'm I'm just not fully sold on – this fan narrative that's emerged of how they're going to handle quarterbacks for the first two weeks of the season.
0: I agree. I, I don't think there's any program in the country that needs football to start faster than Auburn. Auburn football. Amen I, for, to for that. A fan base, from a fan base perspective, um, if if a starter's not named like over the weekend or like next the beginning of next week, which essentially would be, I guess, game week, um, I'm going to be really nervous. <laughs> uh, I I can't I can't. I, I don't want to see Auburn go through another deal where it's an or like we go into the first game. I, I can't remember. I think it was, it was a, a quarterback battle where it was like Chris Todd or, or Cody Burns and it going into the first game. And it
1: literally went into the first game because they went into the first when they,
0: game and then it went into the first drive because uh, they said, or on the TV like on the announcement screen. Yeah. Like, they announced one of
1: them first and everybody went crazy. And then they're like, or then they named the other one. It was like,
0: it was like uh, which to me was the lamest thing i, I don't know why we, they ever thought that was a good idea but uh, I, I really I, I don't know that i'm gonna be nervous that that, that I, it's it's hard not to believe that that's not going to be a, another possible scenario we don't really know who we want to be the quarterback or we don't, no guy has really just can super separated themselves i really hope over the weekend um, or beginning of next week for game week We just go ahead. We got this video plan, social media, whatever, and we just announce it and and roll with
1: it. Yeah. Let's talk about what makes sense from a timing standpoint. And I think it may involve tomorrow's open practice. Let's spend just a second on that. Then we'll talk about what you need to be looking for at the open practice tomorrow, right here on Locked on Auburn. want to tell you quickly about how to join the Locked on Auburn Discord. It is free. There will be a ton of discussion tomorrow about the open practice. A lot of good nuggets and information in there. It's free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below, or if you're listening on audio, it's in the show notes. Just click on the link that is right after. Join the Discord. Auburn Mets sports legend Charlie Five joining us. When makes sense to make the announcement at this point? Could you, like, I'm just throwing out hypotheticals. I'm not saying it's any of these things. I'm just throwing out ideas. Do you do it in front of everybody at the open practice? Like, that'd be fun. Harson is talking to the media immediately after the open practice. Does that make sense? Or does it, when he does his his typical, you know, game routine, game week routine um, media availability, does he do it then? Or is it just a random social media post that comes from the official football Twitter account at some point between now and next Saturday.
0: Right. I I think that as, as it has gone on as, as long as it has, uh, I think the beginning of next week, game week, hey, it's game week. Boom, here's your start. Here's, your, here's QB1. I mean, think that, that, to me, makes the most sense on timing unless, in my opinion, if it goes past that, you don't really know who you want there it hasn't been decided yet like they they don't really know right who who it's going to be and we could possibly have this rotating cute quarterback thing uh week one which is going to make me really really
1: nervous i may throw up Uh, if that happens i may just i may just vomit
0: oh yeah oh yeah and and so i think and i'm just basing it off of just nothing this is just you know cute game week there's going to be some type of Auburn football game week posts. Uh, it's it's game week, you know, <laughs> game prep, whatever. Uh, and then I think maybe you have, hopefully, you have a QB one announcement sometime. You know, after that, during that, maybe with that, maybe that's the same. Maybe you do it at the same same time. Uh, I don't really see a benefit of announcing it at you know the practice on Saturday because. Uh, the fan interaction stuff happens, I think, before practice. So, like, if you if you announce it before, then it may make it exciting. Hey, I get to go meet the starting quarterback. Um, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen either. Yeah. Uh, so I think Sunday. So, isn't there like a Tuesday? And Tuesday, a big press conference day. Yeah. Could Tuesday be be
1: some? Because uh, Tuesday possibly be something that would be that, that would be fun, Charlie. Tuesday. Possibly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It would be. It would be. Speaking of. Charlie Tuesdays are going to be recorded live Monday afternoons, 3 o'clock, at Barbaritos every week, starting this Monday. So be sure to come down and check us out. Enjoy great food. That'll be a lot of fun. That'll be a lot of fun. A lot of, of
0: guac, you know, some football talk.
1: Um, Charlie that? 5, football and guac. What else do you want? Can't think of anything. <laughs> All right, looking at some of the the things that I'm going to be looking for at practice tomorrow, the first thing is is Nick Brahms going to be out there? Right. I'm assuming he will not be. Harson said yesterday that he... um, There's still a lot of questions up in the air about um, Brahms playing. And then he also added the caveat that he's out there coaching people up, which is great. So he's with the team. It's just, can he play? So that's the first thing. Tate Johnson, scrappy. Maybe maybe he can figure something out. I want to
0: see... The size of Tate Johnson. There's a lot of people that talk about his, the, him, his, how small he is. Tiny to be, Tate to be. In, uh, to, what's that? Tiny Tate. Tiny Tate to be. Uh, yeah, to be an SEC center. Um, I met him in person. Um, he's he's not an overly tall guy. He's you know mm-hmm. seems fairly well built, but you know he does sort of seem like a, you know like a Joe Cope, if you remember Joe Cope, which he was actually a very he was a very good center. Uh, size-ish uh, type centers, smaller than we're used to, but I want to see how he, you know, put Tate Johnson in front of, um, you know, Jason Jones. I'd love to see that matchup, and let's see, we'll really get an idea to see, you know, how this, how good this kid could be. Right, uh, size, size, size thing. I, I really want to see what he looks like in pads.
1: Um, I mean, he looks big, but then he just stands next to like Cam Stutz, and it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah, fans will be able to get to see that tomorrow. The The next thing I'm looking at is which three wide receivers are out there with the starters. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they've almost exclusively run stuff out of like three wide receiver sets. Right. So take that for what it's worth. I think it'll be interesting to see if Coymore is out there. And if he is, is he with the ones or with the twos? Um, Kevin
0: Brown. Where is he?
1: Camden Brown will be behind Shedrick Jackson, I believe. I'm pretty confident in that.
0: Sure, sure. Um, Boy, did you see? It? He, take a look, quick side note. Shirtless football player picks get me fired up. Love it. Cam, Camden Brown is absolutely jacked. He's yoked. holy cow. He is not an 18 normal 18 year old. He is he is the definition of a hulking super team, and that is Camden Brown. He is an absolute massive child, and I mean, that kid's going to be great. I think he's going to be absolutely phenomenal. Shout out to the Discord guys who have hyped him up since mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. since he got here. It's He he looks to be – he looks to part for sure.
1: I was wrong on him. If he goes out and shows out this year, I was super wrong, and I will absolutely own that. I will happily eat that crow. Um, and then the last thing I'm looking at, who's the safety? Next to Zion Puckett. I think it's going to be Caden Bridges. I'd actually be a little surprised if it wasn't Caden Bridges, but that is um, – those are the three main things I'm looking at because it's going to be walkthrough stuff. It's not going to be anything super intricate. So
0: that's, that's super telling Like there's not going to be a, yeah, exactly. It's going to be not the same whole.
1: stuff we've seen all fall camp, but it'll be more fun for the, for, you know, for the fans in attendance because they haven't been able to see that. So that'll be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And then I think it's always fun to see the quarter, quarterbacks throw Uh, you know, in whatever capacity it it, it could be, it's fun to watch the quarterbacks throw. So, um, just to get a good, get a sort of a glimpse into what we've been hearing. Uh, again, you're not going to see a ton, but anytime you get to see the quarterbacks throw, uh, get to see it live, it's, it's fun. It's fun to watch. So, I'm with you. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. Was it two o'clock? Is that right? Two o'clock. Fan stuff starts at 12. Yep. Um, practice starts at two uh hopefully i I'll, I'll, i hope to be there so um i, I don't know if you're going to plan you plan on being there I, i'll
1: be there i'm going to do it more as a fan type thing than media so if you're there please reach out to me on the discord we can all kind of yeah. sit together i think it'd be a lot of fun so yeah just uh reach out to us on uh, the locked on Auburn discord or on twitter or whatever um come say hello i think it'd be a lot of fun i think it'd be a Tone lot of fun five. so uh, yeah. Do you want to tell folks, um, what all's going on? I know you're wearing a vacation shirt, but yeah. your top button is still buttoned. What is up with that?
0: If you, if, hey, if you're going to commit to a lifestyle, you got to commit to it. No matter if it's, if it's vacation, no matter what you go ahead, you button it all the way up and, and let it ride. Ridiculous. Yeah. This is my Hawaiian shirt. Somebody made, made a joke. Hey, I wonder if he had his Hawaiian shirt with the top button, but I think it was memes. Button. I think
1: Auburn memes said that. Yeah.
0: In the discord. Well, you know what? Here it is. Top wow. button, all the way up, all the time. You're never going to miss it.
1: I am so blessed that I get to know you. I just want to <laughs> add that. Uh, how can people find you, hear you? All that good stuff, but
0: Absolutely. Find me on Twitter, the underscore charlie underscore five. In the Locked On Auburn Discord, every single day. Auburn Live, the Corner Message Board, and Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the Dad Dabby Golf Club. I like your hat, by the way.
1: Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, spent uh, spent yesterday in Atlanta, the PGA Tour Championship. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. All right. There will be a show tomorrow. It will be a recruiting show with John Garcia, a special Saturday show, and then join us Sunday for the morning after. Daryl Daprich will join me to recap everything that happened in the open practice on Saturday. All right here on Locked On Auburn.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.